No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where God gives Ezekiel instructions about the East Gate, the Prince, and those who may enter the sanctuary. The priests who minister before the Lord will be holy. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Ezekiel chapter 44 on Simply the Bible. The Spirit of the Lord had lifted Ezekiel up and brought him into the inner court of the Millennial Temple, where he saw the glory of the Lord filling the temple. He heard the Lord say that this would be the place of his throne where he would dwell among the children of Israel forever. After this, Ezekiel was given the dimensions of the altar for burnt offerings and given the instructions for how it was to be consecrated. Now, as we go into chapter 44, the Lord gives Ezekiel instructions regarding the east gate, the prince, and the Levites and priests who would minister in the temple. We continue in Ezekiel chapter 44. Then he brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary, which faces toward the east, but it was shut. And the Lord said to me, this gate shall be shut. It shall not be opened and no man shall enter by it because the Lord God of Israel has entered by it. Therefore, it shall be shut. As for the prince, because he is the prince, he may sit in it to eat bread before the Lord. He shall enter by way of the vestibule of the gateway and go out the same way. So the east gate would remain shut because that was the gate in which the Lord entered into the temple area, as we saw back in chapter 43. As each gateway had a vestibule on the inside that opened toward the outer courtyard, so the prince would be permitted to enter the vestibule of the east gate from the outer courtyard to eat his bread before the Lord. But he could not go through the gate. The identity of this prince remains a mystery that we will examine tomorrow. Verse 4, Also he brought me by way of the north gate to the front of the temple. So I looked, and behold, the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord, and I fell on my face. And the Lord said to me, Son of man, mark well. See with your eyes and hear with your ears all that I say to you concerning all the ordinances of the house of the Lord and all its laws. Mark well who may enter the house and all who go out from the sanctuary. So Ezekiel was led through the north inner gate to the inner courtyard, which was in front of the temple. And there he beheld the glory of the Lord filling the temple, and he fell on his face in worship. Now I believe that this is what we are called to do more than anything else. Jesus told the Samaritan woman at the well in John 4, 23, the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. For God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. To be honest, it is easy for me to make time for work and yet to neglect the time spent in just honest-to-goodness spiritual worship. That was the difference between Martha and Mary. Martha was distracted with so many preparations to serve the Lord, but Mary sat at the Lord's feet in adoring worship. 
And consequently, she had great insight into the Lord and what was going on with him. God seeks those who will worship him in spirit and in truth, who will fall on their faces before his holy and awesome presence. Now, God told Ezekiel to see with his eyes and hear with his ears. We have eyes, but sometimes we are blind to spiritual things. We have ears, but sometimes we are deaf to hear God's voice. We need to ask God to open our eyes to see what he sees and open our ears to hear his voice. Now, the Lord told Ezekiel to mark well who could enter the sanctuary. There was only going to be specific people that could come in. Now say to the rebellious, to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, O house of Israel, let us have no more of all your abominations. When you brought in foreigners uncircumcised in heart and uncircumcised in flesh to be in my sanctuary, to defile it, my house, and when you offered my food, the fat and the blood, then they broke my covenant because of all your abominations. And you have not kept charge of my holy things, but you have set others to keep charge of my sanctuary for you. Thus says the Lord God, no foreigner uncircumcised in heart or uncircumcised in flesh shall enter my sanctuary, including any foreigner who is among the children of Israel. Now, the thing about this temple would be that it would be holy. There would be no more abominations allowed in the temple. And previously, the Levites had allowed people to come in who were uncircumcised Gentiles. They were not supposed to be there. There was a court of the Gentiles, but they were evidently coming inside. And of course, we know kings in Judah that actually had put pagan altars right next to the Lord's altar. And so uh, they had brought these foreign things into the sanctuary, defiling it. And so the Lord was just setting out the law for this millennial temple that no one who was uncircumcised in heart or flesh would be able to enter his sanctuary. And the Levites who went far from me, when Israel went astray, who strayed away from me after their idols, they shall bear their iniquity. So there were Levites that rather than, you know, establishing the holy requirements of God, they had given in to the whims of the kings and the people and uh, led the people astray into idolatry. Yet they shall be ministers in my sanctuary as gatekeepers of the house and ministers of the house. They shall slay the burnt offering and the sacrifice for the people, and they shall stand before them to minister to them. So these Levites, even though their ancestors had gone astray and they were not going to be permitted to minister before the Lord, yet God still had a place for them in the temple. They would minister to the people and they would help the priests. Because they ministered to them before their idols, and caused the house of Israel to fall into iniquity. Therefore, I have raised my hand in an oath against them, says the Lord God, that they shall bear their iniquity, and they shall not come near me to minister to me as priests, nor come near any of my holy things, nor into the most holy place. But they shall bear their shame and their abominations, which they have committed. Nevertheless, I will make them keep charge of the temple for all its work, and for all that has to be done in it. It's amazing. God was still merciful to them, even though, as I said, their ancestors had gone astray, yet they would not be able to come near to the Lord to minister to him. But the priests, the Levites, the sons of Zadok, who kept charge of my sanctuary when the children of Israel went astray from me, they shall come near me to minister to me, and they shall stand before me to offer to me the fat and the blood, 
says the Lord God. They shall enter my sanctuary and they shall come near my table to minister to me and they shall keep my charge. God did not forget the faithfulness of the priests that came from the line of Zadok. Now, Zadok was a priest who was during the time of David and yet when it was time for Solomon to become king, the other priest who was Abiathar, he had gone after Adonijah, whereas Zadok had remained faithful to Solomon. And so he became the new priest and uh, his line was faithful. Even during the times of national apostasy, the priests of Zadok had remained faithful to the Lord. Therefore, God said, they shall stand before me. And it shall be whenever they enter the gates of the inner court, they shall put on linen garments. No wool shall come upon them while they minister within the gates of the inner court or within the house. They shall have linen turbans on their heads and linen trousers on their bodies. They shall not clothe themselves with anything that causes sweat. It's interesting that God did not want them sweating and really, you know, creating whatever, a foul odor or whatever, or just perspiring in the work of the ministry. Sometimes there's too much perspiration and not enough inspiration. When they go out to the outer court, to the outer court, to the people, they shall take off their garments in which they have ministered, leave them in the holy chambers and put on other garments. And in their holy garments, they shall not sanctify the people. So these linen garments they would use when they were ministering before the Lord. But then when they went out to be among the people, they had to take those off and put on ordinary garments uh, to be before the people. They shall neither shave their heads nor let their hair grow long, but they shall keep their hair well trimmed. No priest shall drink wine when he enters the inner court. They shall not take as wife a widow or a divorced woman, but take virgins of the descendants of the house of Israel or widows of priests. Now, many of these laws are given to the priests are just repeating what was given through Moses to the priests, but they had sort of ignored it. But they were not to shave their heads. Usually that was a sign of mourning or neither were they to let their hair grow long. They weren't to do anything really that would have drawn undue attention to themselves. They were not to drink wine while on duty in the inner court lest it muddle their minds. And they were to take a wife only of a virgin or a widow from another priest, never a divorced woman. Again, all of these things were because the priests were to be holy to the Lord. And they shall teach my people the difference between the holy and the unholy and cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. In controversy, they shall stand as judges and judge it according to my judgments. They shall keep my laws and my statutes in all my appointed meetings, and they shall hallow my Sabbaths. So this was the role of the priests to teach the people between that which was holy and that which was common or profane or unholy. And that is certainly a need today. We need pastors and teachers who can help define this is right, this is wrong, this is what God says And they were to judge not according to their own opinions or according to their own feelings, but according to God's laws. They were to keep the Sabbaths holy. And of course, the Sabbath was the sign of God's covenant with Israel. They shall not defile themselves by coming near a dead person, only for father or mother or son or daughter, for brother or unmarried sister, may they defile themselves. After he is cleansed, they shall count seven days for him 
And on the day that he goes to the sanctuary to minister in the sanctuary, he must offer his sin offering in the inner court, says the Lord God. So they could not defile themselves by touching a dead body. And if they touched someone very close to them, uh, then they had to go through the purification ritual. It shall be in regard to their inheritance that I am their inheritance. You shall give them no possession in Israel, for I am their possession. They shall eat the grain offering, the sin offering, and the trespass offering. Every dedicated thing in Israel shall be theirs. The Lord would be their portion. They would not have an inheritance per se, but they would have the food from the offerings. The best of all first fruits of any kind and every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifices shall be the priest's. Also, you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal to cause a blessing to rest on your house. The priest shall not eat anything, bird or beast, that died naturally or was torn by wild beasts. No roadkill, nothing that had died from a disease, only those things that were sacrificed in the right way that would be clean for them. Throughout his book, Ezekiel has been concerned with the holiness of God, and this extends to the millennial temple in the future. The law would be holiness. And those who minister before the Lord must be holy. Even now, God tells us to be holy as he is holy. So we must examine our own hearts. Is there anything in our heart or in our hands that would defile us or disqualify us? If so, let us not waste a single moment, but ask God to remove it as far from us as the east is from the west. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at office at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, check out our Simply the Bible podcast and please leave us a review. That helps a lot. Tomorrow we will see where the Lord gives Ezekiel the measurements of the properties around the temple for the priests, city, and prince. He also gives laws that will govern the prince. Who is the prince? We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Ezekiel on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.